Greetings and welcome back to the Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila and because I am unaware of what time you are listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Monday, October 4th, 2021. It is 12, 11 p.m. So you guys, I am at work. So if you hear the click clack of my mouse, the tapping of my keys, the rolling of my chair, know that that's what's up okay so y'all i'm just coming um whoo y'all it just seems like i'm recording every other day it seems like but uh or or every couple days um as you all know if you've been listening to previous podcast uh episodes from me you'll know that i had a spider bite or some at least i thought it was a spider bite we don't even know what it was at this point But um, I went to urgent care and um, she prescribed some antibiotics uh, to me. It was some type of cellulitis or something on my on my neck. We don't know, you know, what it came from. So um, and the reason why the bottom part of my chin, I think I've told you all this, was more swollen was because that was the lymph node. And it was like trying to drain you know because your body is smart it tries to do what it needs to do but with everything that we have going on everything that we put in our bodies and things like that sometimes it counteracts it sometimes it causes our body to not work as strongly as it could or whatever whatever or a lot of times we're just human and we just want a quick fix um so yeah um i actually try to um sit and just wait it out because I'm the type of person I really don't like um, medicine. I don't like uh, things like that. Uh, One of my first things that I do is pray. Um, And I and I believe God for my healing or whatever. So um, but once it goes beyond a certain point, you know, I might uh, go ahead and go. Everybody was urging me to go. Um, so I went ahead and went. Um, and so, yeah, once, once I got these antibiotics, you guys, I must've popped one of these pills. Y'all did not do me good. It did not do me good at all. I'm gonna tell you, I was sick as a dog. The first day I was, I was dizzy. You know, I was trying to drive my daughter home from work. I was dizzy. I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. And then the next time I popped the pills, it was just like, I was just very nauseous. Like I have not been that nauseous since I was pregnant with my last son 13 years ago. Okay. That was a really scary feeling. Um, I've always had this kind of, um, phobia against uh getting sick at the stomach you know i'm not gonna say that thing but you know my daughter's gotten it unfortunately uh too and she has a phobia even bigger than mine ever was um so yeah um so getting to a point of of being nauseous and feeling like i literally have to get up and go to the bathroom in case it happens i haven't had that happen you guys in years and it was so so scary so just giving you an update on that but anyway i want to talk about um something i want to i want to go back and refer uh back to my last uh podcast um 
where I was saying, but what did God say? You get what I'm saying? Because at the beginning, um, if you go back and listen, or if you've already listened, at the beginning of my, um, that particular podcast episode, y'all, I was in my feelings, okay? First of all, I didn't feel well. And secondly, I was just in my feelings, you guys. And this is the problem with that. When you're in your feelings, you go more into your own will instead of God's will. You become selfish at that moment when you're in your feelings. You just react however you feel you should be, how you feel like acting at that moment or reacting. And so I talked a lot on the fact, well, I don't know if, you know, God, well, he might have something better in this and that. It's like, we have to stay firm. If we've heard God say something, or if we know that we have a promise, we have to stand still in that. We got to, as I, th- I think it's Michael Todd, uh, we have to burn up the backup plan. You get what I'm saying? And so for me, it's just like, okay, God, well, you can do this, or you can do that, you know, or you can do this, or you can do that. You can do, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, it's no stand firm. If God told you something, regardless of what it looks like, you have that childlike faith and you stay in that. Um, so by the end of the, the, the podcast, I did come back to myself, but you guys, I was, I was kind of salty, but see, that is another reason why when we are believing God for something, what we cannot do is get caught up in all of these dramas and different things like that on TV And um, when we're believing God for something, a lot of times we have to clear those airways, except for things that are going to motivate us or 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 um, inspire us or keep us. um, What is the word I'm looking for, you guys? Keep us on that faith trail. Nothing that's going to compromise it or counteract it because then what do we become you guys we become a uh, uh, an unstable an unstable person who just goes with the wind um goes with the wind however we're feeling you get what i'm saying because our feelings change like the winds you guys but god's word is the same it does not fail and it does not change Okay, what does the Bible say? It says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Okay, that that's what James 1.8. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So you you can't be over here believing God for something and just well, no, I do believe. Well, no, I don't believe. Well, God, well, you know what I mean? It's just like that man that 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 is just kind of tossed to and fro, it says that man in James 1, 7 says that man should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So we have to be really careful in this thing because faith comes by hearing, right? And so the things that we're hearing, the things that we are putting in our paths, in our in our ear ducts, in our eyes, like the things that we're watching and listening to, they have they have a, an impact 
on our level of faith. They can either increase it or decrease it. They can either add to it or take away from it. So what we have to do is when God gives us a word, we have to protect that word. We can't just be all out here, whatever, because guess what? Then what's going to happen is your own will is going to try to take a higher stance than God's will. And then they're going to start to fight into, what do you have then? Confusion. You're going to be unstable, unstable in all your ways. Okay, so we have to make sure that, you know, we, we have to ask God for wisdom, wisdom on what we should do, wisdom on how we should go about uh, things. Well, God, what should I, what should I be listening to right now? What should I be doing? Um, because at the very beginning, let, let's go to, um, James, let's go to the beginning, James, uh, well, not the beginning, let's go to James 1, 5, and it says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given unto him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, you guys. We cannot waver. We cannot waver when we're believing God for something because our faith is, is, the, is, the, is, is the cash that's paying for that thing to come into, into the manifestation. You get what I'm saying? That's the tool that we give in exchange for what we're believing God for. Understand? So... It's like we we can't get we we, we can't get impatient with this thing because if you go back up and go to verse four it says but let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing okay you guys we have to um, why am I going backwards you guys but we have to in James one two my brethren count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations when you fall into those temptations is telling you to watch this or do this or do man count it all joy knowing this that the trying of your faith works patience but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of god that giveth to all men liberally why can't i say that word you guys and upbraideth not and it shall be given him but let him ask in faith nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven within the wind and tossed for let not that man think he shall receive anything of the lord a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Sorry, I had to turn off my little space heater. But, yes, you guys, we have to, if God told us something, you stay right there. Stop looking at other people's situation and saying, oh, well, well, maybe God was saying this or that to them, and he could be saying this or that to me. No, everybody has something different that God is saying to them. Not everyone is on the same path. Not everyone is told the same thing from God. You get what I'm saying? So we have to believe, believe without wavering, without, you know, second guessing. And the thing about that is this, the thing about <laughs> recording this um, journey that I'm on 
in real time and not waiting until afterwards is that you all see my tug of wars. You see me go this way, go that way. You see me, you know, kind of, uh, well, mm, I'm struggling today, you know, and you guys trust and believe that, that, that most people who have been given a promise or who have been told something from God, they go through their moments too. But see, the thing is, is that we don't see it during the transition. We see the end. We see the victory. We see that they remain faithful. You get what I'm saying? But we don't see the times when they were struggling. We don't see the times where they, where they kind of questioned God and said, are you sure about this thing? Are you sure about this thing? But see, this is the thing. I heard Michael Todd say this yesterday. He said, your job is to believe. Your job is not to make it happen, okay? Come on. That thing right there, you guys, really, yeah, that's the truth. You know, there's been so many times I've tried to make this thing happen for me. Do you get what I'm saying? I've put my hands in that thing like hey okay so what i've got to do to make this you know happen and to y'all come on okay it is not our job to do god's job to do god's job that, that's that's not our job if, if if that was our job what's the point in calling on god come on all right what's 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 the point in doing that we have to um Oh, you guys, sorry. I just took, whew, I just took one of those um, antibiotic pills not that long ago. And so now I'm starting to feel a little feverish. Hold on. Let me turn on my little air thingy, you guys. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to get episodes out to you guys. I just haven't been feeling very well. Um, so forgive me. Um, Whew, okay, that, that's helping, you guys, because I'm starting to feel a little dizzy. Um, but yes, uh, so yeah, we, we have to make sure whew, that we are um, staying with the promise and believing that God, who gave the promise, is is well and capable of doing it on his own. He doesn't need our help. He doesn't need it. Keep your keep your help because he, he don't need it. The only thing that he needs to help him and to assist him and to give him legal access is, is, is your faith. Your faith in him that he can do exactly what he said he's going to do. That's what he needs. He needs your participation, your willingness to um to follow him and, and 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 believe that that promise he gave you is something that is going to come true and remember it is not it is not your job to make it happen if god gave it to you now if it's something that you're doing then i guess you would have to rely on your own will to get that mug done you get what i'm saying <laughs> but um when it's something that god has told you then you just believe there might be things that come along that contradict that thing but you still just believe 
believe like that child that was told they were they were going to be taken to Disney World. They just believe it if they haven't been exposed to trauma and lies and stuff like that. Let's do a trauma-free child, okay? That's never been, you know, manipulated and lied to and, 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 and messed over. You tell that child that you're going to do that, you're going to take them to Disneyland, Disney World, wherever. Guess what? They are going to believe it. And that is what we have to do. That's why it's important for us not to be immature, but to be childlike. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, there's a difference between being immature and childlike. Um, because the word of God does, it tells us to come as a child is to, is to get into that type of, of, of stance that a child has in believing, uh, what they're being told, uh, that, 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 that person who promised them, um, that thing is going to come through. And that's, that's the mindset that we have to be in, you know, now, no, that um, God has also allowed us to have our own free will or whatever. So, of course, you know, when it comes down to, you know, like me believing for my husband to come back, he's got his own will. He can go with that or God's will. And what he can do is he can push that back. He can prolong it. He can do whatever. You know, he can even refuse to do it. And in that case, God can bless you with something else. But let's just not go into it like that. Believing or something else that God didn't promise you. So that's all. We just have to get to a point where we believe what God is saying. We believe it and that we make sure and, and, and feed our faith the right things, okay, for it to be able to produce into bigger faith. Because think about it. If it says to have um, mustard seed faith, think of looks like a mustard seed is very tiny. Now, I believe uh, because of what a mustard seed produces this is an example of how your faith should should be how it should go it should not stay as small as a mustard seed do you get what I'm saying come on if you give the the seed the correct environment to grow it's gonna grow right but if you keep that thing outside of the ground and out of the correct elements it's gonna remain that same small mustard seed. So I believe that's the reason why God uses the mustard seed because the mustard seed is it's like one of the tiniest um, seeds out there, right? But it produces a huge tree. And so that's the reason why I feel like he uses that little bitty seed because it can go from that small thing and be produced into the right things when put in the correct environment so if we are if we are constantly watching things or listening to things that contradict our faith it's not going to be the correct environment to make that faith grow we have to make sure that we're reading our word we have to make sure that sometimes we got to write that thing out that promise out that god said so we can see that thing 
and 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 have access to it and see it this is this was the promise so i can stay focused do you get what i'm saying i started to realize um today um because i've always kind of just been like a loner you know what i mean i've always that's just been my my natural instinct to just keep to myself and and if i have any friends it's because they forced themselves into my life as a friend and I'm not, you know, trying to be funny, but that's, it's the truth. You know, my oldest friend, you know, um, she forced it. She forced it. Cause I was not trying to hear nothing. She had to say, you guys, I was the type of, of a teenager that did not like people looking at me. I did not like any attention. Well, it didn't start out that way but it got to that point once i went to a uh, uh, central high school once i was forced to transfer to a school i didn't want to go to that's when I, I i changed into this person who i didn't even care you know what i mean i did not care i didn't want to be bothered with friends i didn't want nobody looking at me so i would stay in the girls bathroom and i would just like stay in there and just look at my hair do little things and just stare in the mirror and look at my clothes and fix my clothes i didn't want to be bothered so i would stay in there during lunchtime you know so i could avoid human contact okay <laughs> and she came along one day her and her friends was walking and they came into the bathroom and she was like oh what's your name i was new at this school and I told her, and she was like, you don't have to stay. It, you know, I, she probably felt bad for me. Like, oh, you ain't got no friends. <laughs> you don't have to stay in here. But I didn't want to be bothered, you guys. I didn't want any friends. You know what I mean? I just wanted to be by myself. And she just kind of came in like, well, you know, <laughs> well, um, you can walk with me and my friends. Come on. And I'm just like, no, I'm good. She's like, no, I insist. Like, y'all, she would not leave that bathroom till I just chose to, okay, go ahead and walk with her. Do you get what I'm saying? The same thing with my husband. I, I at that point, wasn't even tripping no more on no husband. And he just came in strong, like, are you sure? Like, like, okay, we were okay. Uh, uh, are you coming back? Okay, we're going to do, 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 You get what I'm saying? If anybody's in my life, it's because they went out of their way to make sure I was a part of their life. They went out of their way because, trust me, I ain't never pushed. Well, once I'm involved with a person I have, you know, pushed because I'm like, no, nah. because most people that are in my life, if, if they're in my life, they went out of their way to be in my life. So it's, it's like an insult to me when you decide, okay, now I'm good. I'm good. That's hurtful to me because it's like, it took a lot for me to accept you into my life. How dare you think that you just gonna just up and say, okay, I'm good now. You know what I mean? I'm, I don't do well with that. Um, but what <laughs> I said all that to say, um, what was brought to me this morning is that I do better when I'm like, when it comes down to like, when, when I go to a job, I don't like making friends at jobs because 
I need to focus on my job. Now, if I get to having too many friends and stuff and then they start to slack and then this and that, guess who going to start to slack? Who going to start to slack a little bit? Because that's who I'm hanging around. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and things like that. And then I, I, I got to a certain point in life where... I didn't have, you know, boyfriends, you know, I I did, but they would be just so temporary, you know, like I didn't have long relationships and this and that. And what came to me this morning is you cannot afford the distractions. It's not to say that I'm not friendly, but keeping a lot of friends real close to me me and stuff like that it's never served me well because then i become distracted i become uh caught up in the things that they're thinking about or worried about or or listening to them vent and everything else and and it distracts me from what i need to be doing what i need to be hearing and whatever else so i've just always done better alone by myself and you know and 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 I've tried to bring myself out of that many times but my but then it's it, something messy happens and <laughs> so I end up just converting back to okay I'm just gonna sit over here because y'all are tripping tripping it'd be little stuff I don't have time for the little for the little stuff that people kick up, you know what I mean, and and just want to keep going. I don't have the patience for that kind of stuff because to me it distracts me from the bigger picture. How is this helping the kingdom of God? I need some kingdom friends. You get what I'm saying? I I don't want I don't want the I don't want friends just for the sake of 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 just just having them saying girl my friend uh, no i need some friends who are on the same path as me who are kingdom minded because i don't have time for the foul ups and i'm not saying you know because because we all have have issues here and there no i'm talking about people who just keep drama going they don't know how to exist without drama. You get what I'm saying? I, I can't do it. It 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 bothers me. It it's a distraction. It makes me feel as though it's a waste of time and I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, like I said before, I used to get frustrated within my marriage. Like, what we mad about? What? Can we just get over it? Can we just, you know, agree that we we don't agree? Can we just you know, say, I don't agree with that, you know, um, but I love you and I'm not going to go to bed mad at you. Can we just, can we just do that for the sake of, of getting past this because we have bigger things to, you get what I'm saying? Like, we're not going to always, we're not going to always see each other's point. You get what I'm saying? For me, I know that when it comes down to marriage, you know, your husband has the final say, yes, you know, um, but when it's something small, like we're just talking about opinions, 
sometimes my opinion ain't gonna ain't gonna line up with his you get what i'm saying but it's not it's 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 not big enough to where we should be arguing for days about it or just not talking for days and i don't even know why you're not talking to me today because it's been a week of you walking past me and slamming doors and not saying anything and you don't even know why you mad no more i don't have i don't have the patience for that because i feel as though we could be praying for something or for someone else at that point there are different things that we could hear in the spirit if we come together there are different things you know how can two walk together unless they agree? You get what I'm saying? And, and 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 sometimes that agreement is just agreeing that we don't see eye to eye on this particular situation. Just find a ground, a, a common ground, get on that thing and let's go. You get what I'm saying? And that's how I, no wonder they was just like, you cannot date these men who are not on fire for Christ. You cannot. You are a preacher's wife. You know, no no wonder, because I don't have time for the bullcrap. I don't have time for distractions. And, and even getting in my own fleshly thing and just being like, you know, well, you know, maybe he ain't for, you know. Getting off into that is a distraction in itself because then you start to think. You start to go down this long little rabbit hole of, of thinking, well, you know, he did this. and Well, do you really want him back? Well, he was kind of, he kind of resembled the, 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 you know, the slave in slave land. When you're trying to come out and be free, you know, God got something better instead of it. You know, but look here, let me tell you something. God can actually bless me with someone else but guess what at the same time that's not where i'm at i am still married to this man this is where i'm at i don't have time to be thinking about well whatever the, all i can say at this point is what i've been saying is god your will be done in my life what do you want to do god I can't sit over here and be mad if 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 God says no, that's not for you, and He ain't coming back. And okay, I can't be mad at that, and I can't be mad if He says, "Here you go, I'm giving him right back." And you, and, and guess what? Right now he's the same, but your attitude is what is going to have to change his heart. Maybe maybe I need to be cleaned up because he gonna come back the same. Doesn't mean that he gonna stay that way. But what what if what if God is preparing me for this man to come back the same? And I have to do better than I did last time. You get what I'm saying? And win him over with 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 my attitude, with how I serve the Lord. You get what I'm saying? We have to be on our toes and we have to be ready for anything. Now somebody else can look at that and be like, that's not God. That man came back the same. That's not God. How do you know? Maybe God is trying to work something out in you to work something out in them. Do you get what I'm saying? So my thing is, y'all, we gotta we gotta stop listening to other people talking about all this different stuff because guess what? When it comes down to marriage, a lot of these things don't apply to marriage. <laughs> you get somebody that 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 you feel is less than what God promised you. Guess what? You are is you married? Is baby baby you need to pray you need to pray gotta do the rest but you need to pray okay you need to pray on that thing so so yeah 
that's just what I wanted to come and talk about today. Just make sure you're feeding your faith the right things. Make sure that you are putting your faith, that little tiny mustard seed of faith, in the right environment to grow. Okay? It's going to need the proper sunlight. It's going to need to be buried into the ground. And that that in itself seems like something dead, right? If you bury something, that seems like the death of something, right? But it's really putting it in the correct environment to grow. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Now we bury bodies all the time and nothing comes up from that. It just stays in the ground. It does not change, does not produce. That means it's dead and gone and we're going to just put some dirt over it and it's dead. That's not how faith works. Faith, you have to bury that thing and put it in the right environment for it to grow, for it to make something bigger and better. We're not supposed to stay at the same level of faith. Our faith is supposed to grow. So we need to make sure that we are putting ourselves in places where our faith can be conditioned to grow and not wither and die. Okay? So that's all I have for you guys today. I'm going to go. I just I I just wanted to make sure I got on here and recorded because I really wanted to yesterday, but I really just y'all I was tired, but I did end up recording a new song yesterday, so I was excited about that. Okay. But um so yeah, so you guys, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to finish doing my work for the day. Thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all, I hope that you're keeping your attitudes in check. And let's add on to that by saying, put your faith in the right environment. Okay? Make it produce a tree. All right? <laughs> Love you guys. Keep your attitudes in check till next time. Peace. Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.